audience. This is the hotness and sweetly. We'd like to welcome you back to another edition of our Restaurant Magic Radio Show. We are so happy that you're joining us this afternoon. I'm the hotness, and I'm joined by my co-host, Sweetly. And for those of you who may not know, we are true foodies. I don't think um, there's a food that I come across that I didn't like, and the same for Sweetly. We just love to eat, and we like to highlight black-owned restaurants, caterers, food trucks, anything everything associated with food. So thank you so much for joining us. And today joining us, we have Miss Yvonne Anderson Thomas, and she is the owner of the Brown Sugar Soul Food Truck. Let me say that again. <laughs> She's the owner of the Brown Sugar Soul Food Truck located in Boise, Idaho. We're so happy to have her on the show. Hi, Yvonne. Hi, how's everybody doing? Everybody's doing good here in North Carolina. Nice. You get any of that hurricane? Oh, I'm glad it wasn't as major as we thought it was going to be, but some lights went out, limbs are down, some trees, but God is good. Very I'm good. As well, and I pray everybody else's family is too. Yes. Nice. Very good. Praise the Lord. <laughs> yes, we're very blessed. Well, again, we are so excited to have you on. You're our first food truck, Miss Yvonne. So yes. How did you get started, and how long have you been in business? Ooh, it's kind of a long story, but I started actually in Mountain Home, going around door-to-door selling muffins and pastries. I had opened up a bakery down there and um, right on Main Street, and I had bought the old Daylight Donuts building. And then my um, ex-husband retired from the military, and we moved to Boise about 2002, so I shut that down. And I was looking for another building because I had a building down there that had a duplex, and I had bought the building in Mountain Home for under $100,000, which is really good. I bought two commercial buildings, and then I got to Boise thinking I would open up up there, and I was like, uh, no, couldn't find anything um, affordable enough. <laughs> so I said, well, it'll be quicker and easier to do a truck in Boise versus me opening up a retail space. So that's how I got to the truck. So I guess with the truck, setting up and arranging the food was totally different. How how different was that? You had to change since the atmosphere had changed. It was a little bit different. More compact, I'm sure. Yeah, it was a lot easier because, like I said, it's so smaller and I didn't have to have a regular um, retail space. How did you come up with the name of your food truck, Brown Sugar Soul Food? <laughs> I had a passion for soul food and everything that was southern. My family um, originates from Charleston, South Carolina. So um, we wanted to have something about soul food in the name. It took us about four weeks to come up with that name. We were we were coming up with all kinds of crazy stuff. So we started writing everything down, and I started just saying it out loud to see how it rolled off the tongue. And then finally we narrowed it down to brown sugar. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's a nice song, too. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I I thought maybe that's where you got it from. But that is an awesome name. I like that, brown sugar. Is there anything related in any of your foods to brown sugar, your desserts or maybe some type of food that you cook? To the brown sugar name? Uh-huh, yes. Yeah, I do, I do a lot of desserts. Like I said, I had a bakery at first, so I use a lot of brown sugar. <laughs> well, <it's perfect. laughs> what makes your food truck unique uh, over all the other food trucks? 
Well, in Boise, there is no other soul food restaurant. So that was another reason why I wanted to do um, brown sugar. They, it's it's um, predominantly a lot of hamburger places and pizza, Mexican food. I didn't want to do something that everybody else had, you know. I wanted to be unique and different. And um, since I'm African-American and living in Boise, I'm already unique. Um, <laughs> Yeah, people just yes, couldn't find southern. Yeah, people just couldn't find southern barbecue, and um, and there are a few barbecue places there, but nothing with a southern flair like I have, you know. And I do Cajun and um, all kinds of other things too. So I just wanted to do something different and unique, and something that Boise hadn't seen, and try to get them used to eating a little bit of southern cuisine. Okay, and what are some of your um, menu items that you have so um, audience can be familiar with what you have going on your food truck, and what's your um, favorite dish? Ooh, that's a good question. <laughs> I don't know if I have a favorite one, but I have a lot of popular ones. I say um, one of my most popular items is the smoked turkey legs. Oh, people people like that. I, I have a... Yeah, I have a really big, um, I have the biggest Traeger that you can buy as a catering um, smoker. So I smoke all of my meats on a smoker. I do ribs, I do jambalaya, I do gumbo, mac and cheese is a number one seller. Anytime I have that on the truck, I sell out. Um, Yeah, I do collard greens, and we do, yeah, do red beans and rice, we do coleslaw. I make all the desserts. I'll do sweet potato pie, um, pound cake with strawberries and whipped cream. We do um, lemon layer cake. I do carrot cake, cupcakes, lots of cobblers, cherry cobbler, apple cobbler, peach cobbler. Yeah. And all that is cooked there on the truck? Yeah, my, my truck is a certified um, kitchen, but I do have a commercial space as well that I use for my ovens. Um, stuff like that. And the smoker goes with me when I go to the event, so I cook the food kind of right there. I usually have to be the first person there because it takes four or five hours sometimes to smoke something. So I usually take the smoker and we tow it along with the trailer and we go to events and I'll get there early and put the meat on and then get the truck set up and by 11, 12 o'clock, lunch starts or whatever or dinner, I'm ready to go. Wow. That sounds so delicious. Now, I hear you say when you say events, so are you open every day or do you just do events? No, I am not no longer open every day like I used to. Um, we used to sit in one spot and try to wait for customers to come to us, but I found out I had to change my philosophy on that and do more events. I do a lot of um, concerts. I do do corporate lunches, um, but waiting on people to come to me doesn't seem to work as well as me going out and doing bigger events and people come to festivals. You know what? They come to eat and they come to have a good time and spend time with their family family, and I, I usually do that more so then. Now, yeah. Yvonne, I know you don't do all of this alone. You have a staff, and how many is on your staff? Actually, I do all the cooking. Um, I do get help okay. with the prep. My mom will help me with prep. Um, my son will help me on the truck as well. But I have a network of um, – I used to teach at the at Renaissance High School, and they have a culinary program, and all of my students – had to have so many catering hours for, per semester. So I get to use those students to come and help me serve at certain events. Well, that sounds like a win-win. Yeah, yeah it is. It's a win-win because you said that you're the only soul food um, truck or even facility there. So those students are learning how to cook some soul food, huh? Correct. Well, well, we're going to stop.
stop for a break right now, and we'll be back with more questions for Yvonne. My name is Jimmy Davies, and I'm the owner of the Every.Black family of websites. I created EveryBlackEntrepreneur.com because we must become entrepreneurs, and we have to use technology to level the playing field. We support our members by highlighting them in a weekly email announcement. We create a monthly directory where every member has a full-page display. One of the largest advantages of joining the Every.Black family is the ability to network with all of the other members. We have also partnered with the Truth Network to provide a 10% discount for anyone joining and using the discount code of TRUTH, T-R-U-T-H, when signing up. Go to everyblackentrepreneur.com. Click on the sign up button and join today. You can reach us at 919-265-8045. Sign up today and join the movement to achieve economic freedom. Shouldn't laws be black and white? Doesn't everyone deserve the same treatment? For 15-year-old Gemini Berry, the answers are obvious. But then a crime shocks Gemini's small town and she learns that many adults see things in shades of gray. In Nika Chanel's novel, Just As the Sky is Blue, Gemini Berry is forced to grow up fast when her mother agrees to play a central role in a sensational murder trial that tears her small town apart. As the trial spins out of control, secrets are revealed and old debts are settled and Gemini's life is ultimately changed forever. Order Mika Chanel's book, Just As the Sky is Blue. Just As the Sky is Blue is available on Amazon.com, Kindle, and Audible.com. Welcome back, audience. We have Yvonne from the Brown Sugar Soul Food Trust in Boise, Idaho. I'm so excited. Idaho, you see my stomping ground, so I'm all excited about finding out what they got going on cooking-wise, food-wise. I need to know everything. <laughs> so I'm just Yvonne, was there a moment when you first got started with your food truck business, your baking business, if you just wanted to give up and throw in the towel? <laughs> yes, absolutely. I think everybody comes to that <laughs> point at one time. You know, um, I guess specifically I can say an example would be, yeah, if you go to an event and, you know, we get these people who call us to book events and they'll say, oh, we want you to come out and support our event, we're going to have 500 to 1,000 people there. And you get there, you buy all the food, you prep everything, and you get there, and then you pull up and you get 50 customers maybe. And then yeah. that's when some days I'd be like, okay, I'm not sure why I'm doing this. Yeah, so I think at every every business goes to lows, you know, and highs, and we just have to kind of roll with the punches sometimes and take some of those lows. But you know what I've learned over the years? That sometimes when you have a disappointment, you think it's just not going to work, but then there's usually always a blessing in it somewhere. And more specifically, I can say sometimes that I've done that and I didn't make a lot at that particular event, but I might have met somebody at that event and later on booked a catering where I would have gained that money that I lost at that thing. So that's happened to me many times. So God placed you in the right place at the right time. Correct. Manifested later on. Yeah, absolutely. yeah, that's how he works. Yeah, yeah. Now, we know you do soul food, but is there any time or anything that you cook where you focus on nutrition 
because that's the big thing now. Everybody's trying to be very, very healthy, and they say our soul food isn't. But I'm pretty sure we can we can make it healthy. Yeah, a lot of people come to the truck and they say, oh, well, I don't think I can have anything on your truck. We do look at the nutrition, and like I said, I have a smoker. So the smoker smokes the meats. I'm not deep frying it, so it's actually really healthy to have grilled chicken. You know, a grilled turkey leg, that's a lot of protein, and a lot of that fat drips off when we're smoking it. So um, I'm really conscious of some of the things that they do, especially like the gluten-free and the vegetarian. Yeah, yeah. we have a lot of those restaurants up here, you know, bougie. Everybody wants to not eat any more meat. Not me. I know. <laughs> I know, not me either. It might not look too good to have a um, a soul food person that's a vegetarian, a slow food cook. I am I am a certified chef, so I do deal with a lot of nutrition um, facts, and people come up to me and ask me, you know, do I have vegan options or vegetarian options or gluten-free, and I try to have something on the truck, even though it hurts me sometimes to make the red beans without a ham hock in it, you know, but I do it. So if I know I'm going to an area that has a lot of vegetarians, I'll do it without meat. The same thing with the greens. So I try to accommodate a wide range of people with my menu. Just be accommodating. And have there any been any instances where you as a woman faced any challenges? I mean, just being African American or just being in Boise, Idaho in itself, are there any challenges? Oh, we were just talking about that today. Um there are challenges, I think, to every business owner, but being African American and being in Boise, Idaho and being one of the only female-owned food trucks, yeah. I mean, <laughs> like I said earlier, I'm pretty unique, and I kind of stand out, but they know I'm a hard worker, and most of my peers, they really respect me, and they say, how are you doing this by yourself, you know, and how are you doing this every day? And I was like, I don't know. I just do it. This is what I got to do, you know. You got to do what you got to do, and I know a black woman knows how to get things done, so I'm one of those people okay. who can get it done. I can't wait on a man to help me. Sometimes I just got to get in there and do it. That's it. That's it. That is so true. We just got to do what we got to do. Get it yep. done and move it. Keep it moving. Keep it moving. Keep it moving. That's right. <laughs> well, what advice would you give uh, new entrepreneurs starting out in a food truck business or just any type of food business? Any type of food business. Um, Have a lot of more money saved up than you think you're going to need. That's probably one piece of advice because it's always something extra that you think you calculated the right amount to open, you know, buying a truck, getting all the supplies, you know, buying all your, getting all your licenses paid for, um, you know, you get flat tires, you get my refrigerator broke down, I had to buy a refrigerator recently. Um, commercial refrigeration is not cheap, so anything that's got a commercial in the name, they jack the price up at least two or three times, so. Yeah, so I would just say one of my biggest advice for a new person starting out is just to make sure they have a lot of their own um, investment savings kind of saved up before you launch just because things happen. Good advice. Mm -hmm. We appreciate that. You hear that, Lisa? Yeah. Save up the dough. Save up the yeah. cheddar. Make more cheddar. The, <laughs> the second thing I would say is to make sure they have a passion for it. It is a very, very hard labor-intensive job. Um, so they need to really want to do it and want to do it and not just to try to make money. They need to have a passion that, you know, this is what I want to do, and if I'm not getting paid for it, this is still what I want to do, that's where you find out whether it's your passion or not. Yeah, Yvonne, um, you're not the only um, 
restaurant owners that we've interviewed that said that you have to have a passion and there has to be love in your food. You need to taste that right. love. Right. Right. Yes, and I can tell right. there's no love in that food, okay? <laughs> oh, yeah. Got to have yeah. love in the food. That's right. And don't trust a skinny cook. <laughs> <laughs> They can trust me. I got enough pounds to prove that, yeah, I got some good food. Me yeah. Too, me too. <laughs> well, audience, we're going to take a quick commercial break. When we come back with Yvonne, I'm going to ask her, who taught her how to cook? She got all these sweets, all this soul food. And I want to find out where does she get this talent from? Because I know, know the Lord, he loves to bless the hands that cook. So we just got to find out how extra annoying she is in that arena. We'll be right back. Hey, girl, that's a nice T-shirt you're wearing. Where did you get it? I got it from TeamJesusClothing.com. Really? I like the messaging and the colors. They're so vibrant. Yes, TeamJesusClothing.com has a lot of t-shirts and hoodies with encouraging messages. They have styles for both men and women. Wow, thanks for letting me know. I'm going to TeamJesusClothing.com to place my order now. Yes, definitely go to TeamJesusClothing.com and be sure to check out my favorite shirt design, Team Jesus and Won't He Do It. I can't wait. TeamJesusClothing.com, here I come. When will I get married? Waiting can never be easy. Whether it's waiting on a taxi or a job promotion, it can be difficult. When it comes to waiting on Mr. Right, aka Boaz, it becomes even more challenging to wait while you're single. In this lighthearted book, Where's Boaz? I don't know. I'm tired of kissing frogs too. Best-selling author, Nevada York, offers suggestions based on the Bible's great love story of Ruth and Boaz and from her own experience of waiting on God. You will learn the attributes of Ruth and use the Ruth reality chart to do a self-check on your own attributes. Nevada also shares the 10-step plan that Ruth followed to win her Boaz. Obedience and being a blessing plays a key role. Trust the Lord and its timing. Make your season of singleness Ruth-defining. Order Nevada York's latest book, Where's Boaz? I don't know. I'm tired of kissing frogs, too. Available on Amazon.com in paperback and Kindle. And audience, we're back with Yvonne from the Brown Sugar Food Truck in Boise, Idaho. Yvonne, who taught you how to cook? Hmm. Well, I, I say it's a God-given talent. I didn't go to culinary school, but I am a certified chef, and what I did was I joined the ACF, um, which is American Culinary Federation, um, basically, and I tested out. And I went to, they have about 13 different levels that you can test out and different levels of um, culinary. And I started in the middle uh, two years ago, and I took what they call a CCC exam, which is a, um, um, a chef de cuisine designation. So I took that, and you have to take a practical in front of, like, six judges, and they give you a whole menu of things you have to cook. So I completed that, and I did the practical, and then I took a written exam as well. So then this last November, I also went back and took a CWPC exam, which means a Certified Working Pastry Chef exam. So I passed that one, and now I have to be scheduled to take my written exam here next month or the month after, and then I'll be certified under the ACF for two designations. Now, I just found out as well in my local chef group of ACF that me and only one other girl are dual certified chefs in the whole state of Idaho. 
Whereas we Way do pastry go, and know. food. Yeah. Yes. Congratulations. Thank you. That is so commendable, so awesome, so inspiring. Letting everyone know you can just set your mind to it and do it. Do it. Yeah. God-given talent. It's a very God-given talent. I didn't. My my family's roots, like I said, are from South Carolina. So all my aunts made soul food. We had big Sunday dinners. Um, and that's kind of what I wanted my experience to be in the in the soul food truck. It's kind of resemble some of those Sunday dinners you had after you went to church. You know, that's kind of where I got my passion for that from. And I was, my idea, okay, I'm going to do soul food. Well, what am I going to, you know, focus on? And I really wanted people to experience that down-home cooking that, you know, Grandma used to make and they used to go home on Sundays. I would go to Grandma's house and stay after church for hours and fellowship and just have family time and eat. And, mm-hmm. you know, a lot of memories, good memories stem around food. And some good eats. That's some good mm-hmm. Around mm-hmm. grandma's table, but mm-hmm. I see here that you said that you had to take some tests. You had to cook in front of, um, I, I'm assuming judges or other high chefs. Now, was your food more than just soul food? Did you have to cook other things? Oh, for the exam? Yes. Yeah, oh yeah. People. Oh yeah. They give you a list of ingredients. They give you a list of um, of of items they want you to cook. I had to cook a consomme which is a clear broth, and they said it had to be so clear enough that you had to be able to see the dime in the bottom of a bowl. Wow. You had to be able to read the date on the dime. No so way. I had to do a, yeah, I had to do a consomme for that cooking one. I had to do a chicken dish. I had to break down a chicken um, and co- totally, you know what I mean, when I say break it down, you had to cut a whole chicken into the yeah. eight parts. Yeah, I had to do a chicken. Then I had to make a chicken dish and a vegetable. And then I also had to break down a flatfish in the four fillets and then make something with that. And I did a fish and shrimp and grits for that one. And the judges tasted my meal. And I put it on the table, and you're supposed to make, like, you know, one or two dishes for them to taste. And I came back after I started cleaning up the kitchen after the exam was over. I went back to that bowl, and that bowl was empty. And they were, like, debating. They were debating at first, you know. Yeah, they were saying, oh, well, I think this portion is too big to be a appetizer. Yeah, but they, they sucked that down. I passed that exam with fine colors once they taste that shrimp and grits. Here you go, now, did you ever think that you would um, do some of those dishes on your truck and broaden out a little bit with the food? Um, yes and no. The shrimp and grits, I add. I did a chicken and waffles this year too. I added. I also did a jerk chicken with a coconut mango rice. I added last year, and that was my biggest seller last year. Wow. So I do expand. I try to add something to my menu every year that's new, and you know, a couple times, and and just you know, I like to cook more than one thing. I don't want to be you know just a one to have the same thing every time, even though some people come to the truck and they say, oh, we want a turkey leg. You don't have that today. Well, I'm sorry, but I like to cook more than one thing. I want to broaden my, you know, menu. That's awesome, Yvonne. So right now we would like for you to let the people know how they can find out more about you, about your food truck, uh, you have your website, uh, anything on social media. Can you let us know? Yes, I am on Twitter, and my handle is Boise Soul Food. I'm on Instagram at Brown Sugar Soul Food. I am. I have a Facebook page at Brown Sugar Soul Food as well, and I have a website as um, www.brownsugarsoulfood.com. And sugar is spelled S-H-U-G-A. So don't say sugar. It's not sugar. It's sugar. <laughs> sugar. All right. You guys heard that? 
out there in Boise because we're out there too. And here in Raleigh, if you ever make it to Boise, find that brown sugar food truck. We so enjoyed you, Miss Yvonne, and just thank you so much for taking the time out to just stop while you're walking on the beach and having your vacation. We really appreciate you, you know, just sharing your information with us, and especially with you being a black woman out there in Boise. We're going to continue to pray for you, that you stay strong, and you grow bigger and bigger and bigger. Thank you so much. I appreciate the opportunity to speak to you today. Thank you for calling, and um, I appreciate the prayers. They always need it. Oh, yes, absolutely. We are just so appreciative of your time and your talent. And um, audience, if you want to send us a note, give us some feedback, just email us at thehotnessandsweetly at every.black, and we'll be happy to respond and just get your questions and just, you know, responding accordingly. Yes, audience, we hope that we are helping you, all you new entrepreneurs out there with the radio show. And um, we just thank you for joining us this afternoon. This is the Hotness and Sweetly checking out what your restaurant is all about.